0: Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find the Path podcast. Actual play of the Hell's Rebels Adventure Path, episode three.
1: Now with more revolution. Yeah. <laughs> now with a hundred percent more revolution.
0: It's true. You say. You I mean, really, it's just a, a riot right now. But. Mm.
1: I was trying not to sing that the whole last episode. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did
2: not. I did not uh, succeed with that this time.
3: But yeah, no, we're uh, we're getting ready. Well, we're still in a bookstore, though, right? Yeah, you're laying low from the cops.
4: Yeah,
0: I I
2: was gonna say I'm, I'm still like bleeding.
0: (laughs) God, you're forming a revolution in the secret bookstore at their underground secret back room.
1: It's pretty Mm -hmm. rad. It's pretty on point. It's pretty rad.
0: It's pretty on point.
1: It's like an equilibrium. You know? Mm-hmm.
4: The only weird part about it is that we don't actually know who each other are. And so it's not like True. we've been like planning this for months. It's like, oh, we just all were at this protest. Let's uh you know, let's overthrow the government. This sounds good. Yeah.
1: You guys <laughs> seem like you hate the government. I hate the government.
0: As a rule, if you're wearing armbands and burning books, you're probably on the wrong side. Right. Books yeah. are always <laughs>
1: like the canary in the in the in the mine. If they're starting to get burned, freedom,
4: bad stuff's yes. afoot. foot. Well, they're the also mines. just burning down yes. people's businesses and houses and you know killing killing people because they...
1: Because they have books. Books are power.
4: How dare you have knowledge of things we don't want you to know about, which is super messed
0: up. Yeah. Who are you going to trust? House throne or your own lying eyes? Uh-huh. <laughs> considering this
1: group of players has two lit majors and a librarian we're pretty pro-book
4: <laughs>
1: we are very pro-book
2: if
4: this offends you all stop listening but we're very pro-book
1: <laughs> uh sorry
2: not sorry books sorry, are not
4: sorry indeed mm. one of
2: these days I, I think it was requested i create a, a book list for for my reading list but uh, mm. i have not gotten around mm. to that mm. <laughs>
5: You know, and then Jordan does computers and I'm about the science. So none of us are really pro-destroying knowledge. True. We all True. like knowledge.
0: I'm all about fantasy. <laughs> then again, I'm also a pretty prolific reader. So take mm-hmm. that for what you will. Read so them. yeah, the when last we left our heroes, before you even got to any of the whole revolution side of it, uh, there was a riot. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the mm-hmm. party had to then fight in said riot. I think at least Which two members of the well party, and- I believe it was... Uh, Niccolo and Vittoria, I swear I'll get your names eventually, were directing the crowds and trying to, to get them out there. And uh, Cesare and Lucia murdered some people.
5: I also <laughs> used my teacher voice to get people out of there.
0: That's true. You all, you directed people to safety before murdering a guy. Mm. Uh, that was the other way Actually, around. I think it was after murdering a guy, but yeah.
2: I think the the two teachers here, though, we're going to have to work with Heather on her
5: teacher voice. Look, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs>
6: Y'all...
5: He should have just had a better reflex save. Okay, my bad. (laughs) (laughs) Why wasn't he springy? What's wrong
1: with him?
4: Rachel and Jess just wrote a note and passed it to Heather. It just says, see me after the recording.
1: (laughs) It's true. Well, you know, when we get to do more skill uh, training thingies, I'm going to put one in intimidation for my mom voice.
4: Mm -hmm. There you go. Very nice. But I don't have that
1: right now. But yeah, there was murder and some people felt bad about it. and Some people were like, you know what? That's what happens. Chesere has seen some stuff, y'all. Yeah.
4: I want to know about this stuff, yo.
1: We're going to find out about this stuff. Probably not in episode three, though. <laughs>
0: yeah, Jumping back into this, however, the party had successfully defeated, I think, the best four out of five. Actually, mm. yeah, I think it was four out of yeah, five out of five. the uh, Chelish Citizens group. Before the Datari had stepped in, and then the door had opened, and they're getting lit- ready to release hell the hounds. Hellhounds?
1: Literally uh, hellhounds?
0: the hellhounds. E- yeah. Let me just say, that escalated quickly. Yeah. Well, there was
1: a crazy lady that got stabbed yeah. in the neck.
0: Yeah. I'll get into what happens if you stay around longer. <laughs> oh, dear. In so, uh, the rumor mill. So the party then fled off through the city streets, uh, happened to all just meet back up in an alley. Well, you're fleeing all at the same time, and so you just kept kind of running in the same direction like you do because I'm sure everyone I'm sure every one of the five people assumed that someone else knew where they were going <laughs> and then just kind That's of kept much. following in one I, sort of uh like mass I just assumed mass.
2: Vittoria did know where she was going That's because possible. she spent a lot of time wandering the city
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, eventually bed up in an alleyway talked for a little bit Vittoria really felt a hill check medicine we got check got a
1: taste of those second edition crit fails mm-hmm. yeah oof. crit
0: fails oof But then you're joined by a mysterious figure whom Vittoria had recognized due to a secret check back at the protest as Rexus Viticora, the sole survivor that you're aware of right now of the Viticora noble family, whose estate Mm -hmm. was burned down on the Night of Ashes Mm -hmm. a week ago. He had then brought you to Chris Sully's fine tomes, uh, spoke with the proprietor there, handed over a silver piece, secured for you the secret back room. Mm Mm-hmm and then settle down with all of you with a uh, to talk about how his parents were murdered um, or at the very least that's what he believes his house was burned to the ground that his parents parents were members of a secret society known the as nerdiest the nerdiest and
1: best secret society
0: sacred order of archivists the band of uh iorian which actually we haven't dealt with iori much before no yeah. we haven't
4: that's what makes it really
0: cool the god of enlightenment self-perfection knowledge healing and inner strength Sweet. He then informed all of you that mother was part of the secret society. He thinks that's why she was killed. Mm-hmm. He met up with a friend of his, a woman by the name of Laria Longroad, who had informed him that she had spoke, spoken with his mother and then provided him a coffer full of uh, silver as well as a note and a silver dagger. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had then read the note for all of you, where his mother had entreated him to reform the Silver Ravens and take back the city. Mm.
1: And we were all like, you know what? Cool
0: which he then apparently went to a protest and went, hey, guys, Silver Ravens. And then no one really, like, stepped up, stepped up. And then he saw well, you guys. Because it's one of those
4: things that it's like a bunch of people. He's like, the Silver Ravens aren't gone. And everybody's like, who dat? No, <laughs> yeah.
1: he said that. And then Thrune stepped on the balcony and said some crazy stuff. We didn't have time. Yeah.
4: You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. It makes yeah. me wonder if Thrun actually knows about the Silver Ravens. I'm
1: sure. I would bet so. Because
4: I feel like it's one of those things where like, they get rid of the secret knowledge for everybody else, but like, the oh, Thrunes probably sure know. Oh, I'm sure the
5: Thruns know what's up. Knowledge is power. And I'm sure yep. most of the Asmodean church knows the actual history, too. Because, I mean, you have to know what you got to quash to quash mm-hmm. it.
4: <laughs> is it that or is it 1984 where literally nobody knows because everybody's a cog in the machine, you
0: mm-hmm. know? I mean, it could be a little bit of both.
1: Depending on your rank, probably.
0: Well, especially where it's just like, you know, you're climbing up the ladder and everything in the the Church of Asmodeus or in the Hell Knights. And there's always that. It's like, have they read too much of knowledge? Mm -hmm. Like, have they read too many forbidden things to know what they need to find? And now they're suspect. Mm -hmm. It's that layers of paranoia that Mm -hmm. kind of builds over time.
6: Mm. Sometimes. Sometimes.
0: But then you had all decided to uh, stand up a la Guardians of the Galaxy in a circle. and
2: Look at us all stand in a circle like a bunch <laughs> of <laughs>
0: yep. And then uh, pledge to reform the Silver Ravens. Mm-hmm. And I suppose that's where we'll start things back up. So as we begin, the party is still in the hidden back room of Chrysali's fine books. Uh, I suppose kind of lower your hands after this moment of uh, camaraderie listen to the distant sounds of the the rioting possibly some looting you're not entirely positive going on the shouts from the guards and everything that you can hear through the thick oak walls hmm. we should perhaps uh, stay here for a time Brexis says wait until it's it's easier to move once hmm. it starts to get dark not after dark but once it starts to get dark all of you are aware that there is a uh, you basically are given an hour after nightfall before curfew kicks in.
3: Yeah. Uh, okay. Sometimes.
0: Yeah. All right.
1: So, uh, kiddo, where are you staying? Uh, Adria looks at, uh, Lucia.
4: I mean, I spent last night at an in-room, but I don't know, didn't really think that far ahead, to be honest, which was really dumb. I really should have thought about that. Eh, youth. I mean, I've been kind of unemployed because, like, the opera shut down, so... All right, well, kiddo, you
1: can come stay with me. I got an extra room, so, uh, you got somewhere to stay.
4: Oh, thanks. What about the rest of you guys? I mean, y'all had jobs and stuff before this, right?
2: I still have a job. Mm-hmm. Yes, I That's still nice.
5: have a job. I have a job. Oh my God, I can't I still have a job. I still have a job at the academy. I still huh. have
2: lessons to attend and coffee to make, so. Yes. Get coffee, back you that. sir. Yes. I work at a coffee shop across from the academy.
1: Ah, oh. Nice. How about you? Uh, she points at Niccolo.
3: Mm. I still have my odd jobs and things like that. Hmm. What do you do, my friend? Not as much as I once did. His tail
0: kind of whips. Um, mm. I understand. We don't know one another particularly well, so if you're not interested in sharing, I understand. These days
3: I'm a more of a head hunter and recruiter.
1: Hmm. For what?
3: People who need work. People around the city.
1: Okay, so you're kind of like connecting workers with jobs.
3: Pretty much, yes. All
1: right, that's good. Now we should all
5: maintain our day jobs, as it were. It'll be easier to do a revolution if they're not uh, suspicious if we all suddenly quit. Hmm.
0: Well, it provided you what money was left to me when my my parents passed. Um, we don't have a, a great deal, so... I don't know how long that money would last if uh, if it was paying for everyone's food and creature comforts.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: So, uh, unless the revolution starts making money, which uh, it sounds like it probably won't, more likely than not, we're going to be responsible for paying for our own upkeep out of pocket. The revolution will not be monetized.
3: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and where exactly
2: are you staying since your family home is gone
0: my mother's friend miss Longroads has ah. put me up uh, hmm. I was I was curious which is why I was asking in her coffee shop <laughs> oh. Oh. so
2: probably not the same coffee shop
0: no it, it longroads coffee shop it's yes it's, it's it's in the Villegree district but somewhat further away from the the Academy it it's a, it's a local spot for many of the students but less so the professors who I think would rather. Avoid running into their students if given a chance while picking up their, their morning drink.
5: I find uh, that the students tend to avoid me if they see me.
1: Mm. Are your lectures real boring?
5: <laughs> I just don't think they want to socialize with their teachers outside of the classroom.
1: Oh, well, fair enough. But I mean, your kitty's real cute. So maybe like, uh, I mean, I'd want to associate with you.
0: Thank you. <laughs> yeah, sure. She thinks I'm cute. <laughs> There's a soft purring rolling up through your neck, <laughs> Cesare.
5: <laughs> Cesare. smiles and shakes his head. So I suppose we should actually
2: come up with a plan of action that's, you know, more than just, hey, we should go to this location. Maybe an actual timing and... Can whatnot. I ask
1: one more question? It's not, uh, it's not really related to any of this stuff, but uh, anybody know where I can get like a a 10 by 17 picture of Thrun because like I need to put one up in my shop. <laughs> I uh, wasn't gonna, but then I got called out by a hell night. So I feel like I should, if we're going to like keep up facades, they will definitely uh, come check on that.
4: Yeah, for sure. Uh, isn't that also 17 by 11? Oh, sorry.
1: Yeah. I better be by 11. That's for sure. They'll probably have a ruler. I'm sure someone in the city is making bank off of that. True.
4: Oh no, there's probably like the one printing press in town does nothing but print those pictures. You know what?
1: I'm going to get like a 20 by 15. That way it's like (laughs) overboard, you know? They'll think I'm real loyal.
2: I mean, that's one way to do it.
1: So anybody know where you get those? Because uh, I certainly don't. I don't know nobody what? that likes Thrun enough to really know where to get them. Because I'm like, uh oh, I better spend my last three silver on a dang poster of what's her face. I, I
4: was gonna say I absolutely doubt that they're just giving those out for free, you know.
1: <laughs> Capitalism.
3: <laughs> Were it to me, I would probably go check out old old Cantargo. There's hmm. a lot of different uh, shops there. Mm. perhaps uh, one of them maybe the uh, artisans of Vespum or uh, if you're going to uh, commission something perhaps some of the artists that uh, hang around the uh, tooth and nail might be able to help you
1: oh god I don't want to have to commission nothing that's going to be real expensive
3: true I might know somebody that
0: might have some artistic talent
1: Mm. Well,
0: it's it's certainly possible that you should be able to find something down in Jarvis's end so Mm. okay but old Contargo Jarvis end either one of those would probably be able to
1: all right, maybe once things die down, like tomorrow... I've only got three days, so it'll have to be like tomorrow.
0: All, all of that, notwithstanding, I think a plan would probably be well in order. Mm.
1: Yeah, for sure. For now, we should check
5: this livery.
0: Yes. I know nothing about the place, but... All
3: I know about it is it is supposed to be a haunted. Nobody goes there oh. anymore. Hey, Never, Is it one of sounds- those,
4: like, actually haunted places, or just people
3: say it's haunted? I've... Only uh, passed by it. I do not actually know myself.
4: Hey,
1: either way, it's probably a pretty good place to make a secret hideout for a revolution.
3: Perhaps. <laughs> However, people might uh, know that people are going there again. Mm. We should be cautious not to be a scene.
4: I mean, maybe it's got some kind of secret entrance. That'd be really convenient. It's true. Uh,
3: maybe. It is hard to know without actually having investigated it.
1: I think I may be able to talk to some rats and stuff and see if they can give us any intel, but I can't do it today. Mm. What I
2: know of the fair fortune is it was a slaughterhouse in Red Roofs in its early days, but uh, it was remade into a thriving stable under the direction of the now dead Juliac family who insisted their fortunes come from the care of creatures rather than
3: their deaths. They sound good. They were nicer folks. Yes.
1: What happened to them?
3: They died out. Hmm. It happens to every family at some point or another, it seems.
1: Fair enough. Hmm. So uh, we want to meet up over there uh, sometime tomorrow?
3: We should probably do so, but we should probably try to stagger our
0: entrances. Hmm. Perhaps we should. You raise a valid point. Perhaps we should look into this Juliak family as well.
1: Mm Yeah, because I mean.
0: There was a secret safe house for the Silver Ravens underneath there livery, then perhaps they had some sort of connection. Yep. I know nothing about them, but again, any information like that would have been redacted before I was born.
1: Plus, their uh, fair fortune is a pretty optimistic name, so like, I don't know, kind of a rebellious sounding name.
0: Well, and the Juliacs I knew were a noble family. The fact that they were investing in Redroof means that they are probably more... Progressively minded. Yes. Mm. Exactly. True. If it's abandoned or haunted, haunted, then you probably wish to be as cautious as possible.
1: True. Is there anything around there, Nicolo, That's like a, like a coffee shop or something where we could kind of like, because if it's haunted or something, we don't want to go in one by one because the first the first person that gets there could get murdered. Mm. Ghosts are not to be trifled with. Uh,
3: perhaps they're not. However, our best bet is to probably meet at Kellenbergs.
5: What What is Kellenbergs?
3: It's a general goods store. It isn't too far away from delivery. I mean, by too far away, it's probably about like a mile away, but... That's not okay. too far away, though. Yeah. Yeah. We'll meet there, and um, usually Kellan has a... Uh, mostly sells dry goods, but a number of people meet out front there to gossip or talk or just be people.
1: Mm, true. And it wouldn't be too weird for us to be hanging out over there.
0: No. The food I found outside of the uh, the greens is rather nice. Very spicy.
1: <laughs> you gotta cover up bad stuff with spicy stuff.
0: That's that might be true. I was told it was pork, but regardless, it was, it was delicious. It's sometimes better if you don't ask.
1: What time mm. are
5: classes at the academy out on a usual day?
0: Uh, well, again, you tend to teach later classes. So, like, mm. morning classes or, like, mornings would probably be best for you. Again, you can also be the, like... Well, well, teacher's got to go do something, so I got to get a substitute for a day or something. Yeah,
5: but if I start doing that too often, it's going to be suspicious. You probably don't have
1: Friday classes. It is university.
3: But uh, we can meet in the morning. I have my career is uh, somewhat flexible.
5: The mornings are best for me. My classes tend to be later in
1: the afternoon. I mean, I keep kind of weird hours at the shop anyway, so uh,
5: that's fine. And of course, uh, my weekends are free. No, um, none of you happen what's... to speak Elvish or are able to grade the papers, can you? I um, speak Elvish, but I don't
4: want to grade your papers. <laughs> I'm, I'm not really the book smart kind of person, so no.
1: Yeah, like what she said, but also like I ain't never been taught Elvish, so uh, <laughs> no helpful, I'm not helpful for that.
4: Also, can we just point out the fact that you require that all of your students speak Elvish to do their papers?
5: I have Elvish phrasing in some of my stuff, yes. Goodness! I'm
2: gonna point out that I speak six languages. I, I only uh, speak three. Aren't okay. you fancy? <laughs> I went to a freaking boarding school. It's true.
0: Uh, fancy. Niccolo does I in speak fact speak a three. Yeah, oh, and also I do speak Elvish. If it's for of any use. Very well.
2: I do speak um, six languages, but um, again, I don't
0: want to grade your paper. Oh, a fellow linguist then?
1: Um, sort of. I also speak quite a few languages. Anybody speak halfling? Because, like, maybe we could have like a secret language. I mean, halfling's not super secret, but it's secret from like you know a lot of nobility don't care to know halfling because you know I don't speak
5: halfling.
0: I'm afraid I don't. Niklo looks
3: at you and then in halfling says, "Wait, you you literally speak a halfling?"
1: Oh heck
4: yeah! Oh, I do too," she says in halfling. And then
2: Vittoria looks at them and says, "Yes." I decided it'd be helpful to
1: learn. <laughs> when you're on a ship, halflings is good luck and it's real nice like they treat you better if you speak the language and stuff, so you know. I'll, I do not speak it.
3: Oh. I'll have to tell the mother that. She'd be interested to find out.
1: Your mother likes halflings? I switch back into common.
3: Yeah. No, I I think Nicola would as well, just because it's like that's it's rude to keep cool, talking yeah. a language not yeah, everyone exactly. understands. <laughs> my my mother is a halfling.
1: Oh, that's so cute. I love it. She must be real nice. Dude, does she have any good recipes? I hear they make really good uh, buns. Uh, They're like real sweet. I forget what they're called. Iced buns? Yeah. Or hot cross bun. I don't know.
3: If it's all the same to all of you, I might wait a bit before you all meet her.
2: Oh, well, that's fine. Considering we've only known each other for what? A couple hours, if that? I think Mm. that's why.
1: True, but we're in a secret endeavor together, and, uh, you know, once you're getting there to be a crew, it's best not to have any secrets, you know what I mean? Although, I mean, your mother not meeting us is fine.
3: Rexus. Yes, uh, Nicola. In the packages that you received, did you get a
0: key to the stable? Um, No. No, I didn't.
5: What about the dagger? Uh,
0: The dagger was included in the box, and perhaps it may be of some use to you. Uh, Vittoria, you can tell that he's being evasive
5: and it's a silver dagger right
0: it is a silver dagger
5: that's devil's weakness right a silver
0: correct they are by the way super expensive they're like 40 silver pieces each holy
6: wow. cow
5: Wow. the dagger is silver due to the devil's weaknesses to it she probably assumed that eventually you would run afoul of the infernal minions
0: it's hmm. hey. quite possible
1: That lady with the hellhounds, that lady that took that dagger to the neck and then, like, her skin linted up or whatever. The lady that didn't die when she got stabbed in the neck. You think she's a devil?
2: There's something unnatural going on there. That's all I know.
5: I didn't get a good enough look at her to really determine what she could have been.
3: Nor did I. But uh, as far as the stable goes, that's all right. I have other ways
0: of accessing buildings if I need to.
5: As do I. And me.
0: Oh. We could possibly... I mean, this this woman seems to have come with uh, Lord Throne. We could possibly spend some time looking around and trying to figure out more about her as well. Mm. She seems mm-hmm. to be some sort of bodyguard of his. It may be inevitable that if we are to overthrow Throne, that violence might come about. And if it does, it may be useful to know a way to stop her.
2: Mm. I think we need to focus on one instance at a time.
0: Sure i'm sorry i'm I'm getting ahead of myself
5: for now we should investigate the livery
0: yeah yes.
6: oh
5: yeah, of course. tomorrow morning, as long mm-hmm. as it's
2: after the morning rush, I need to prep the espresso
0: uh, would you <laughs> would you care for me to accompany you?
2: Oh no, I can handle it myself and then oh, I,
0: sorry, I, I not, think not the espresso yeah. but the, uh, <laughs> the oh I, I think that was a joke, I apologize. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, no, I, he he was offering to accompany us to the stable,
0: I believe. I, again, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, pretty much worthless in a fight. I'm not particularly strong, or fit, or fast, and uh, my constitution oh. is somewhat poor. After we, uh,
1: I mean, no offense, but uh, I'd rather have one less person to try to keep alive if uh, things go sideways. However,
5: he does know the most about these silver ravens. Depending on what we find there, his knowledge may
1: be useful. Sure, but he can come after we clear it.
0: To be honest with you, Professor, I personally know very little pertaining towards the Silver Ravens. Uh, only what was really included in that note uh, that my mother said. So we are now on the same foot as far as that is concerned.
5: So, exis what are you doing during your mm, exile?
0: Uh, reading, mostly, up until this point. I've been attempting to find anything I can on the history, of the Silver Ravens. I've I feel like not to sound conspiratorial or anything but I feel like everything is that a lot of things are connected. Uh, the silver ravens disappeared. The devil's bells started ringing at random shortly following that. There's been some mentions here and there that I've seen pertaining towards draconic names in old histories where but the so redaction's
5: names.
0: Uh, I I perhaps dragons I'm not positive but the They'll be mentioned in passing in one paragraph and then not mentioned at all for the rest of a section. I think it's possibly just names or words that were missed, missed during redactions.
6: Hmm. Right.
0: I, I think that there's something tying it all together.
2: Probably right.
0: So I've been doing what I can, but unfortunately I'm somewhat limited in the information I have. So perhaps there will be more information provided at this secret rebel hideout.
2: I think with your, um, lack of experience with anything sort of physical, uh, maybe you should stay out as a lookout.
6: Or
1: we can just come send you a missive or something if you, uh, when it's clear, you know?
4: Can, Can we trust mail?
1: I mean, we can grab a pigeon. I can probably get a pigeon to deliver a message. You can, you can do that? I like to do little rebellions. So, like, I like to feed pigeons and doves and, uh ravens and stuff in my courtyard you know i just like feed them scraps and stuff hm.
3: mostly pigeons just to steal my sandwiches but all right <laughs>
5: <laughs> we got a rapport the rexus if you ever get bored in this uh, self-imposed exile as it were i have a feeling i'm going to be needing a in need of a teacher's assistant
0: oh <laughs> uh, i'm not uh, i'm not in, uh, attending classes or anything at this time as i am uh, Supposed to be dead, according no, to No, I'm
5: more, I can uh, bring the work to you if you get bored, but That's, it's just an offer. Still trying to pawn off that the,
4: work. The yes! professor's <laughs> definitely trying to pawn off her grading.
5: Well, is, I got a revolution to take, for, to run, y'all.
4: I also just say being married to a former teacher, that that is absolutely a thing though, of like, God, I don't want to grade. Will you help me grade? I'm really behind.
1: <laughs> yep. You know, grading sucks. Yep, yep. Grading does suck.
5: Unfortunately, we won't be able to use Raven as a messenger. I, uh...
0: I'm not a literal Raven.
5: If we're going to be working together, I suppose you should know that I am unable to cast my magic if she is not at hand.
0: Oh. Hello. Is that, is that a normal
1: thing? No. Okay. Okay. I thought y'all kept, like, books or whatever.
5: I do, and I can study my spell book, and, but the calling of the magic
0: doesn't work so well if she is
5: not nearby.
0: That's why I'm always on hand or shoulder, as it were. Okay. It's his emotional support kitty. It is. I love this.
1: Yeah. Well, so, seems like uh, we got a plan.
0: Yeah. Rexus nods. Uh, well, then um, if if you're venturing there yourselves, um, I'll wish you the best of luck. And,
5: and then mayhap you should uh, meet us at this dry goods store. So you're close by. And then once we've cleared the place or assured that it's safe, we can come get you.
3: Uh,
0: It's a rather public place. Yes. I think he's going to be recognized there. Uh, I'm somewhat concerned about standing outside in public for a long period of time.
2: Especially since you got up on a fountain and announced the Silver raven.
0: I was becoming desperate. I couldn't think of any other way to find people, like-minded people, such as myself.
5: Though I will say that the Academy is halfway across the city from where we will be. It's going to take quite some time for us to come get you.
0: If there's something there that I need to, to go through and to, to look at, then yes, of course. Uh, if there is not, then um, I, I think you could probably bring me any information or, or anything that you ascertain.
3: You were staying with a Miss, a. uh... What was her name again? Long Road? Miss Long Road, yes. I mean, it would be easy enough for one or more of us to uh, go to the uh, coffee house and just Order something and perhaps just leave a few things behind.
5: And he said his was the one that the professors tend to go to because they don't want to see the students. So I'm assuming uh, his is
0: the one the students tend okay. to go to. Um, Rachel works at the one that most of the professors end up going to. Yeah, all you really know pertaining towards the Long Roads Coffee House is that it's uh, Villagree's oldest and most popular coffee house and is a favorite spot for local students. Ah. Also, let me make a little secret check here. Ooh, secrets. Mm. Hmm. I'll be perfectly honest,
3: Villagree is a very difficult place to set up a shop. Long Long Road's a coffee house though, from what I hear, usually does not have the problems a lot of the other coffee shops do. I mean, pretty much everyone in their hound has at one point tried to set up a coffee shop over there just due to the concentration of uh, students. But uh, Laria Long Road is apparently particularly skilled at what she uh, does.
4: Which is making coffee? Uh,
3: that and uh, apparently just being a kind to other customers. They're very loyal to her.
0: Yes, uh, so I, I went there for the last two years that I've been attending the, the Academy. Most people go for the atmosphere more than just the coffee. The coffee's good, uh, but the, hmm. the atmosphere.
2: The coffee is, is decent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> coffee wars. The, the yeah, atmosphere is what plot. most people are going for. And it's it's part of the reason that people will, will go to Longroads despite the fact that it's a good three or four blocks away from the Academy.
3: If, uh, you don't mind my asking, why is she putting you up at her uh, place of business? Uh,
0: I haven't...
2: Hiding in plain sight? Well,
0: I I also I, I haven't gotten a lot of um, information from Miss Longroads. She's somewhat evasive, although she is willing to assist me in my quest to restart the ravens hmm. but she does have a, a long standing association with my mother and so I believe that uh, perhaps mm. she may be also a member of this order Though to be fair she hasn't said that she was and you would think that if I already knew that my mother was that she would be willing to open up about that mm. um, she might be not, not to speak ill of anyone that is uh, assisting me or assisting us at this point but uh, I think she may be a smuggler uh, I see. We're responsible for procuring such items. Uh, it may be why the coffee house, even if it doesn't seem to do a great deal of business, manages to stay afloat.
4: Well, Fair I enough. mean, given that we're, you know, going against the government and everything, we're probably going to have to ally ourselves with some of those people. I mean, the more oh, allies absolutely. we have, the better. Oh, smugglers would be real helpful. Get them to bring us some mint.
2: Are we the only people that you've contacted so far about reforming the Silver Ravens, or is this, uh, Literally the first step.
0: He shuffles a little bit uncomfortably in his high back leather chair. Not the first, then. Oh, no, actually you are. I will admit that after seeing my house in flames, uh, this is the first time I've really ventured out in the last week or so. I've mostly been (sighs) hiding.
5: No, you cannot be blamed for that. I think
2: if you're serious about this entire endeavor, then. You need to build on that bravery. And while we are exploring the Fair Fortune livery, I think it might be a good idea if you expanded your influence, as it were.
0: What do you have in mind? I'm, I'm more than willing to assist in any way that it helps.
2: I think you should try to find more people to join the cause.
1: But you gotta be real careful with that, because the more you talk about it, the more you have a chance of somebody who shouldn't be hearing about it, hearing about it.
5: For now, I think maybe we should keep it to a small group. But I think
2: observing and seeing who would be willing to join mm. don't necessarily mm. engage, but listen, gather information, figure out who might be trustworthy, and that would help our cause.
0: Mm-hmm. I've been helping out Miss uh, Longroads in the back room, uh, mostly grinding up beans and such. From there, I can I can usually see into the front and not easily be seen. And I know a number of students have been discussing their Disenfranchisement with the government recently. The Perhaps coffee shop would not
5: be a bad place to gather some information.
0: Yes, and then the students there are—they're young and, and passionate. Perhaps the youth can lead this. The uh, youth
2: would be a part of it for sure.
0: I I know a large number of those who have lived in this city the longest have oftentimes been the most accepting by this point of this is the way that things are.
2: I'm well aware.
0: So perhaps we can start from from the ground and then bring in more people as we go. Mm-hmm. It is it is a good idea. Thank you, Lady uh, Scordato, was it? Scordato. Scordato. I apologize. Well, if if that will help, then perhaps we can find a, a good book and make ourselves comfortable until the marching outside passes. Yes.
3: Mm. But uh, remember, everybody, we'll meet at Kilimbers tomorrow morning. I have this copy of Revolution
0: for Dummies. I think it would probably be... (laughs) No. (laughs) So yeah, I suppose all of you settle in. Those of you who are more literary inclined can find a good book in here to read. Rexus makes himself comfortable off to the side. He has an odd habit. It doesn't seem to be like something he's cognizant of, of uh, reading out loud. Hmm. Like softly under his breath as he's reading. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, Much like a child learning their words, although he does seem to be rather well read. So perhaps yeah. his tutors just never broke him of it.
2: Or he's dyslexic.
0: And it's possible as well. Mm-hmm. Huh. You make yourselves comfortable. A few hours pass. Eventually, the young woman that you'd seen behind the counter when you first came in opens up the secret door. If you're looking to leave, it seems that things are growing quiet. Rexis nods. Thanks, you believe this is Chris herself. Hmm. Thanks her for the room and stands up to his feet. Oh, I will be returning home. I suppose we all should be, and mm-hmm. uh, I will wait anxiously for word tomorrow. I believe it is.
6: Yeah.
3: Tomorrow morning. Yes. Tomorrow. As okay. soon as we have more information for you.
5: I believe all of the, all of us save a Nicolo are heading in the same direction. There's only the one. The bridge.
0: We'll be more noticeable in numbers, but uh, there may also be some greater safety in it. So uh, he pulls his hood back down. Yeah, you know, adjusts the glove that he wears over his one hand shall we
5: sure indeed
0: good luck to all of you Mm. to
5: see you in the morning
0: you too uh nicola you exit from here make your way out the way north is blocked from here and so instead you're forced to head south back onto argent street and then turn and make your way east before heading back north and then around the outside in essence you have to pass by shadow square which is the uh, temple of zonkathon which most people tend to avoid and it looks like the rioters and protesters were even inclined to avoid going anywhere near the Temple of Zonkathon.
5: Yeah, I don't uh, think yeah. they would put up with that crap very well. Do whatever you want outside, but come near our temple. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. From here, you make your way uh, further east, passing beneath the shadow of the uh, uh, House of Gold Vels, which is the Temple of Abadar, formerly the Temple of Kalistra, until mm. her faith was outlawed following the Chelish Civil War. The Temple and bank of abadar uh stands uh off towards one side and you make your way past that in the park nearby before continuing on eventually though you uh you make your way heading north and reach bleak bridge
1: okay we're
4: here um here
1: yeah i pull out a key and you know head to the shop and unlock the shop and it's like all right come on in be careful there's lots of glass
4: in here oh wow there's a lot of glass in here do you make this yeah cool
2: anyway we live upstairs See you both in the morning then adria waves
4: i guess uh lucia will give a wave too. just kind of out she seems kind of out of it like she's <laughs> like kind of in her own head it's been a
2: long day
0: for all of you crossing across the bleak bridge once you reach the other side you have to stop at the uh the tax booth and pay your one copper piece
2: <laughs> Oh, okay. okay. Good. so that's why
0: there's only one bridge
2: oh yeah yep.
0: <laughs> so uh, i think that's
1: the fancy
2: people. all
0: yeah yeah so copper piece from each of you um from Heather and Rachel Copperpiece for getting across. Every time you go across the bridge, if you're making your way onto the mainland, you have to pay.
4: But not coming
0: back? Yeah, not going across Bleak Bridge onto the island, but coming back into the, the Noble section. Wow. Hmm? I don't know what we're targeting first. Oh, you can definitely <laughs> that, go that down
3: is... in the world. You just can't necessarily come up in the world. Yeah, so
0: they don't want the riffraff having to come across the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> that is like extra rude, because could you like? could you imagine, I'm
4: a you know, laborer at the docks on the on the actual mainland, and I, I live on the island, and I've got to pay a copper piece just to be able to go to work. Mm-hmm. Yep,
0: that's crazy. Nope. Yep. Welcome to Tiliacs. You all pay your copper piece, make your way across the bridge, pass by uh, Clench Jaws, which seems to be uh, having a rowdy time. It's one of the local taverns there. Hmm. Make your way further north, past that, and then eventually get back up towards the, the Villigree district where Victoria and Cesare split off and make their way Cesare making his way back to the Alabaster Academy where he lives in uh, basically one of the rooms way up above the in this the teacher's dormitory here way up on the upper floors away from the class classes and the students you actually live at the school like I thought all teachers did (laughs)
5: yeah, he's got a small apartment at the academy.
3: So yeah, teachers live in the school. They live in the closet in the back of their classroom.
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. Uh-huh. I suppose Vittoria escorts uh, Rexus. Once you, you get close to there, Rexus turns and inclines his head. Lady, thank you for the, uh, for the escort to here.
2: You know, just in case ambushes uh. and whatnot.
0: <laughs> I appreciate it. I look forward to uh, to hearing from all of you tomorrow. He inclines his head.
2: Are you sure you've told us everything? What do you mean? Back at the bookstore, you just seemed evasive. Um, I'm good at reading people. Ah. And you just seemed to be holding something back, and I don't want it to put us in danger. Ah,
0: <laughs> you have a keen eye uh, for for people, An investigative sort. Uh. Um, he reaches up to his neck and pulls on a chain hanging there and pulls out what looks to be a, a silver key. Although, it gleams too bright for silver. you think it might be mithril. Ooh. This was, um... This was left in the box as well.
2: And it's the key to get inside, I assume?
0: I don't believe so. I don't know why a livery would have a key of mithril.
2: Well, if it was a secret bunker for the Silver Ravens Um, good protection.
0: He glances down towards the key, holds it up for you to see. Looking it over, it does seem to be a fine key with what looks like a design or something like a hand on it. Hand? Huh. On where you would grip it. Hmm. Do I
2: recognize anything about it?
0: I mean, the only thing you can think is the hand is the holy symbol of Irori.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: I think I think that my mother was trying to tell me something with this. I don't think it has anything to do with the Silver Ravens, so much as perhaps her secretive order. Mm. It may be, eventually, that I'll be able to find some clues leading me to... Perhaps they were located under my family's house. Perhaps they were located somewhere else. I can't be certain. My parents donated a great deal to various businesses and societies, groups. Um,
2: Have you checked into them?
0: What little I can... From from my hidey hole over the coffee shop. By that I mean I've I've read what I've been able to, but I I Do think have, perhaps I would not focus on this now, but I think perhaps you are a woman of you are a woman of unusual talent. You have a very keen and inquisitive eye, as I said. Perhaps when you are done with this, this livery you would be able to I did not get a chance to really go through the ruins of my home. I'd be more than ago. happy to help you. Thank you.
2: And if you provide me a list of those locations, while it is not an official investigation, I do help out those in need, and you seem to be in need.
0: He nods. I'll, I'll try to remember what I can. I don't have any of their papers or anything like that. They would have been inside of the building, and I would hear them over dinner so many times talking about this business or that charity that they were working with, but I didn't pay it any mind
2: you'd be surprised how much you probably do remember I would suggest you know have a nice cup of tea relax and then just jot down whatever notes you can
0: very well thank you Lady Scordato uh, I am fortunate to have met you and your compatriots
2: perhaps uh Rory was looking out for all of us
0: <laughs> one can hope but uh no. he bows good evening Good evening. Terrence, And makes his way. Vittoria, you return back. Uh, probably you know, greet Petro and Elena, who uh, both brush over and fuss over you since they'd heard all about the riots and everything uh, to the, on the, the island and are very concerned.
2: Well, I, I do look really beat up yeah. still. I only have seven hit points. <laughs>
0: oh, my so. gosh. So, yeah, you're, you're not looking so great either. Um, you know, they do their best to probably make sure you're comfortable and...
1: You can treat your wounds some more. Yeah, you do have, I, you
0: have do a battle medicine, so you can treat I'm your own wounds. I'm going to do that. <laughs> yeah. Although after your little mistake earlier, just like I really hope I don't like go up to my room, treat my wounds, and then <laughs> kill myself. Well, she's <laughs> more
2: careful this time. She's not trying to rush and do it in an alleyway.
3: Yeah, as long as you don't roll another natural one. Mm.
0: Yeah, right. But yeah, the shop's already closed up by this point, and you know since they're not actually allowed to serve tea or anything like that after dark, and that kind of cuts into their profits anyway because of proclamations
4: well and there's a curfew so nobody can be out much past dark
0: right much past dark yeah so because most businesses still close at sunset you you sit down they uh since you're legally not allowed to have tea they make coffee which probably isn't that great for you're settling in for the end of the night it's decaf yeah decaf (laughs) (laughs) they have the magic decaf decaffeinated coffee beans here Mm. yep share the whole story with them make your way up and uh I don't know if you want to treat your wounds or if you're just going to try sleeping and uh, you regain hit points for sleeping. I can't remember I, how much it I is.
2: think I'll treat as well, though, because I'm down pretty far. I I rolled much better that time. <laughs> so I actually got a 15 exactly.
0: Oh, well, <laughs> oh good. So the bare minimum. I
2: rolled an 11, and, got, hey, and I have a plus you know. four medicine, so, and it's a 2d8 Oh, and I got 10 back, so I'm feeling pretty good after healing myself.
0: You bandage yourself up. You're know, you still pretty tender in the couple places that you've been tenderized by a mace earlier today. But you bandage yourself up, and I suppose uh, write down what all you've discovered today in your journal and settle in. Oh, yeah.
2: Um, So how uh, difficult is it to write in code? Because I don't imagine she's going to be writing things about a secret coup where it's easy to see my character has a freaking 18 intelligence she is smart mm. enough to know better than to to leave this out <laughs> especially with brazil through being the type of person he is
0: <laughs> it's a society
2: so do i roll that or do you roll that
0: you write it in a code and then someone else has to roll against your society dc to decipher it so, you so in just since it it's like code. you're taking 10. You write it in a code.
2: Okay, I write it in a code.
0: So over in the Alabaster Academy, Cesare returns. Raven hops off of your shoulder as you uh, you enter into your... Uh, again, it's it's kind of a circular room that just takes up most of this portion of the tower, although at that point, it's only really about 60 feet across.
5: That's still uh, pretty decent... With a central decent, support beam. I mean, that's still a n- plenty of room. Yeah. Cesare shrugs off his jacket... And hangs it on the hook by the door and would, and takes off the belt with his dagger sheath on it and tosses it on a table before flopping down into a chair
0: <laughs> raven eyes you walks across the room next to the kitchen area sits down next to her empty food bowl
5: ah, you must be you. kidding he drags himself up
0: <laughs> i'm hungry
5: what do you want tonight
0: filling salmon
5: I guess we have the equivalency of an icebox. I don't know. Che- Cesare, would, <laughs> yeah, Cesare would start getting Make her dinner. Di- dinner ready. So what do you think about all of this?
0: Uh, Kintargo, by the way, famous for its silver salmon, <laughs> which are actually hey. salmon whose scales shine like silver. Yep. Cool. It's pretty cool. What do I think of all this?
5: That was the question.
0: You know what I think?
5: Uh, that I should give up this quest for vengeance. We've been over this.
0: Mm. I think you shouldn't let your personal vendettas blind you to the cause.
5: The Thrunes and the Asmodeans need to leave Kentargo. I helped to put them here and I'm going to help get them out.
0: What? Neat. Wow. Sounds good. I think the fish is done.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I'm still going to kill him. Do you think he would even recognize me?
0: We'll find out. You have changed your hair.
5: He places the bowl of salmon down in front of her.
6: Don't don't
0: nom, 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 <laughs> nom, the cat nom. says, as she continues to eat.
2: Anyone who has ever had a baby kitty knows that it <laughs> knows makes that the weird little noise that uh, Jordan has dubbed the Mudge Mudge noise. Yeah, they go.
5: Chester A smiles down at Raven. Who probably insists she does not make this noise when she eats, and you know he can't record it and play it back for her because we don't have cell phones. And before <laughs> sitting down at the at his little
1: table to eat his own dinner,
0: very well. I guess uh, elsewhere, a little further to the south, Lucia and Adria, you know, make a little room for her.
1: Adria going to put her up in uh, her son's old room in the second floor.
4: This this looks like someone's bedroom.
1: Oh yeah, before my son left, this is where he stayed, but uh, it should be comfortable enough.
4: Where's your son at?
1: Oh, you know, he got tired of being in Kentago and he went to Via. To where? Uh, it's an island not too far from here. They wear a lot of masks. I don't know a whole lot of, ba- well, last time I went, it was pretty fun, so I get why he maybe wanted to go. But uh, yeah, I mean, he just kind of got sick of stuff here and uh, wanted to go be his own man and whatnot. So room's open, so you can stay here.
4: Uh, question for Rick. Have I ever left the city? This is kind of up to you whether you think I've left More the city. More likely
0: than not, you've probably gone to, like, the summer estates for one of your various... Because, again, your family has... Your cousins. There are numerous branches to your family. So, sure. again, your your cousin's in from Agor- the Agorian serenies as opposed to yours. There's also, like, Wiscarney serenies about. So you've probably been to other estates, but it was one of those... You were in the carriage, and then you stayed at Fancy Ends, and then you were in the carriage, and you stayed at Fancy Ends, and then you went someplace.
4: Yeah. Wow, I've never been there. I mean, I don't feel like I've really been a lot of places.
1: Well, you know, you're young. You got time. Uh, look, I'm going to make us some dinner. You take as much time as you want up here. Settle in. I mean, I don't think Basilio is really going to mind if you move anything, because, like, I don't know if he's coming back anytime soon. You like fish? You like salmon? Well, Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to make a little salmon dish. Uh, I'm going to be downstairs in the kitchen. Uh, you head down when you're ready, okay?
4: Uh, okay.
1: Oh, also, I'll be sleeping across the hall, so if you need anything in the middle of the night, I'll be over there. Okay. Got all Miss Weasley on him. Yeah, for sure. You want me to knit you a sweater?
6: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pertinent.
0: sweater. If pertinent, Lucia, um, this room is approximately the size of your walk-in closet.
4: Sure, which I imagine she just kind of looks at, like, okay this she's is just my like life where's now? the rest of the
0: room like you're looking around for like a secret she's order, like opening up the closet
4: to... and sees the closet is like, what? Uh, like no, this... three feet by two feet or is it not in
0: closet this is one of those places where it's um, your walls on either side it's kind of like a uh, a townhouse situation where the walls on the other, either side are technically the walls of the next house over also oh okay and it's okay. like it's thin it's thin on the bottom floor and then it just kind of like goes up so it's probably like a three story house with an attic but each mm-hmm. one of the stories is like you do a little walk around and then it's maybe like 30 feet across. Yeah, so they're small. Ah, okay, okay. So, so it's a very like cozy smaller. house. It's there's very not a lot like, of room to build on Bleak Bridge.
3: It's yeah. very like
1: Studio Ghibli, core kind of like, you know, how's Moving Castle interior kind of vibes.
0: Okay, I can dig it, yeah. Yeah, so there's, there's no closet here. There's probably like a wardrobe.
1: Yeah, it's like a chest, essentially.
4: Yeah, I think... Uh, Lucia's not comfortable enough to really like snoop her or try to go through and see kind of what's in here, <laughs> so she probably just like sets her backpack down, you know, takes off her armor and weapons, and you know keeps the dagger because of course you're gonna keep the dagger. Take off your bloody clothes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, no, we got prestigitized yeah, all that
1: Cheshire stuff off,
4: right? Yeah, Cesare Just Cesare all the blood mm. off of us because otherwise we would definitely be conspicuous <laughs> going across the bridge. Mm. Um, and then kind of just sets on the to her very uncomfortable mattress and contemplates Crooks. her life's choices and how she got here and whether she made a terrible awful mistake
0: <laughs> sitting here on this old you're sitting on this old creaky bed you know the mm. the wall across the way has a poster of a, a sexy lady leaning against like a cart or something <laughs> Because they don't have, like, you know, sexy woman in bikini <laughs> on the hood of a Camaro or anything. It's like, oh, this is definitely a boy's room. <laughs> okay, that's canon now for sure. Oh,
1: man. Yes. There's uh, a
0: whole about... bunch of, like, flags hanging down for various sports teams and all the rest of that. There's, like, a foam finger on the wall now. Uh... He's not
1: that kind of boy. Well, I don't know what kind of boy he is, honestly. Uh, about half an hour later, you hear, like...
3: The Cantargo Prospectors. Yeah.
1: <laughs> from the kitchen. If it's three stories, I imagine we're... Like, our bedrooms are on the top story, and the kitchen and living thing is on the second story. And so, I'm yeah. kind of like, dinner's ready.
4: I mean, Lucio, head down, you know, conscious of of ev- every creak and sound being foreign and different to what she's used to.
1: You get down there, and, and it's, it's just a very well worn house.
4: Yeah. It's like enough yeah. food
1: for like eight people. It's like biscuits. <laughs> you don't know how she did it in thirty minutes, to be honest. Magic. Magic. <laughs>
4: And she's like okay
1: hopefully i made enough food i know you might be hungry i don't know the last time you eat you're a real string bean so uh you know i made some salmon i used some fresh herbs from the garden and then you know there's rolls and uh you want a nice cup of tea i know it's illegal but like who cares
4: i mean yeah who who cares right
1: you i think you need some you know what we'll save the tea for later we'll make you a nice chamomile so that you can maybe have a little rest i know today's been real challenging for you
4: yeah um Thanks. She'll like sit down and start digging in, realizing that weirdly, this is probably the first time that she's had a meal with somebody that she, I mean, she's had like meals, like lunches, but never like dinners with just like other people. Cause she always has to go home and like, you know, be with her ridiculous diabolous family.
1: And all the dishes are like handmade glass dishes. And they're all the reject ones that she didn't think she could sell. So they're, they're all a little bit so cute.
4: Uh, It's so cute.
1: Uh, And she's going to say, you know, after a few minutes of silence, which is a fine, comfortable silence. um, You know, the first time I killed somebody was not in self-defense. So I get it. You know, it's real hard to deal with taking somebody's life. That's like a big deal. So if you ever want to talk about it, like I'm here to listen uh, I maybe don't have the best advice, uh, but you know I'm wel- I'm happy to give any advice I got, and uh, you know I'm happy to at least let you you, you vent your feelings because uh, that's probably healthier than trying to like bottle them bottle them up.
4: Do you do 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 you ever stop seeing them? I just when I close my eyes, I just that's all I see.
1: I think it's gonna you know it takes time stuff fades. Unfortunately, if you if you Get yourselves into scrapes like that a lot. You get a little callous to it. But, uh, you know, you probably don't want to get like that. So I think, you know, the freshness of it, it'll fade over time. You know, you'll you'll see it less. But there's always going to be triggers that bring it back. That's just part of dealing with trauma, you know?
4: Uh, no, I... God's I, I don't know. I honestly, I've never lost anybody uh, or... Well, I mean, I guess if I lost somebody in my family, I might actually be happy they're gone. Mm. And... You know, I... This day's been kinda... I guess I kinda eye opening because... I... I never thought I'd be that kind of person. My family always... You know, we're, we're big in the theater and... They always wanted me to, to do a murder play and... I just refused because that's not me. You know, I'm not... I don't think at least that I'm not cruel or... Or even really that mean. But... You know, you just... I wasn't even trying to kill anybody. I just... I just feel like I got caught up and I wasn't thinking and just my training just kind of kicked in and did what it did. And it kind of scares me.
1: Here's what I tell you. First of all, you got real lucky on that shot, right? Like training's a thing, muscle memory. You're a good kid. You didn't mean to kill nobody. But uh, here's the other thing. People out there doing violence and bad stuff in this world, they don't think twice about killing people. That guy just hit me real hard with a mace. He hit me a couple more times. I may not be here. You know what I mean?
4: I, I guess I mean it's just <laughs> I mean this isn't the kind of stuff that you'd read about in a in a history book or anything, right? Hmm. Certainly mean, not around here. They just <laughs> you know it was a it's just read as a people fought and did, don't really talk about people dying and just then you know hey the thrones are in charge yeah and true. it's just a like a total victory and I guess the the reality of the situation's a lot more. <sighs> it's a lot sadder than I kind of thought it would be.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's true. But all you can do is keep going forward, because if you get too stuck and being sad about stuff, nothing's going to change.
4: Yeah, I guess you're right.
1: Yeah, let me get you... You know what? I made us a pie. Let me get you a pie. Hold on. You want big slice or a little slice? You want cream? She like gets up big. and starts like pulling out like this really amazing pie, and she's like slicing... The- How <laughs> did you make all this in 30 minutes? She had it. She just warmed it up. Oh, uh, and she slices you a big piece, gives you a big piece. She puts cream on it, even if you don't want cream. The piece is three times bigger than you expected it to be. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: she kind of like pats you on the shoulder like, it's OK, honey, you feel your feelings. And, you know, it's hard out there to be an adult for the first time, be away from your family. Like, I don't necessarily get it, but like, I get it. You know, it's hard out there to be to make your own way
4: she just starts bawling, like she just oh, starts honey. crying like oh, you know the, the whole thing finally comes crashing down and she's like Aww. just letting it all out
1: adria gives you a big warm hug because you know she's like a heavier set woman so she got real soft hugs <laughs> i'll make you some tea too you know what we can break some other little rune laws why don't we uh we'll light a mint candle the rune laws <laughs> uh, i ain't got any dogs i'm not gonna spill any grain though because like that's expensive you know what i mean
4: yeah okay it's real you, you you know, you you're real nice. You you're know, I've been told nice that lady. before. I've been told that before. It's hard it's to be hard to nice. You, to you gotta work on
0: she it. she murders.
4: I killed a lot of people. It's it's kind of weird that you're nice like this and you murdered a bunch of people. <laughs> like, it just, it just don't, it don't make a lot of sense.
1: Well, you know, I live like ninety years. I've I've had a lot of lives, and you know, I worked real hard to be nice in this one.
4: Yeah, <laughs> I I just. I don't know. I mean, how do, you, how do you do it, you know? I mean, I'm, I feel like I've lived forever and like I'm 18. How do you funny. go another...
1: I mean, you just do, I guess. Uh, but you know, time's funny. As you get older, years seem shorter. They kind of merge together. Like when you're real young, every year feels real long. Feels like you do a lot of stuff in one year. And then you're uh-huh. 30, you wake up and you're like, ah, oh, wow, how old am I? So, you know, time's kind of a, a relative weird thing from my experience.
4: She kind of, like, Lucia kind of, like, wipes her eyes and, like, tries to kind of start composing herself a little bit more.
1: Now, here, you eat that pie, you drink this tea, we're gonna put you to bed. Some sleep will help. Okay. Adria is just happy not to be alone in this house anymore. <laughs> She's I like, I will this. adopt all the little
4: children. I was say, <laughs> I, I, I love this very much. And
1: I, I take all the scraps and stuff and, like, put them out in the courtyard for, like, the, the birds the and The pigeons and ravens and, and, and whatever. Whoever <laughs> really wants it. <laughs>
4: hmm.
1: Not all the scraps, but the ones that make sense to put out there.
4: Yeah. You know, Lucia will finish her pie. They have some tea. She kind of goes upstairs. She's probably like very aware she's not going to rest well tonight, no matter how much tea you have.
6: Mm.
1: It is chamomile.
4: Because like this is like to kind of put in perspective how spoiled she is, this is this is a lot worse than when she didn't get a, a part in a play. But like <laughs> that's her closest like thing of comparison because she's privileged like nobody's business. Mm. So I'm imagining a lot more tears and a sleepless night is ahead of her. Mm.
0: Elsewhere, a little further south from there, Niccolo, the first to have left as far as splitting off from the rest of the group. And honestly, the one with the least distance to travel. Yeah. <laughs> but still, I'm sure you made your way back, probably checked in with the, uh, the Hoof Society, mm. made sure that uh, if any of the Tiflings the that had gone to the protests were injured, that they were taken care of.
3: I mean, I'm sure Straya has it, but you know, Straya still. has
0: it taken care of. And you know, she tells you not to worry. You make your way navigating back through the complex alleyway. for For those of you who uh, actually look at the Devil's Nursery down there, it is a uh, mm-hmm. it is a complex maze of just with, with noticeably smaller mm-hmm. buildings. May we yes. point out they are itty bitty
4: <laughs> compared to most of the buildings in the city. So clearly not True.
0: the. Uh, you know, the best area. No, a, a lot of them are one story, for lack of a better term, shacks that they've actually built up against the outside city wall just so that they have support.
2: It makes me think like Final Fantasy 7.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. The slums. master,
2: whatever the slums. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You navigate your way through here, eventually reaching uh, your flat, which is one of the, the larger buildings here. Not in overall size, but in sheer height. It leans somewhat as the foundation wasn't properly set and you of course live up on the third floor which is the uh, the least liked option and so the one that you got because it is also the cheapest rent it's true there's no internal stairs like you don't go in through the front door there's actually just stairs that like wrap around the outside of the building to a second floor and then a third floor landing and again you know uh, skip the fourth step because that one's not going to support your weight and there's mm-hmm. no reason to even grab the handrails once you get up past the second floor because you're more likely to let them pull you over the side than actually get up <laughs> to your your third floor. Oh yeah, Osha hasn't been here in a while. <laughs> Osha? What's Osha? <laughs> you reach the bottom of the steps and find a, uh, not uncommon sight for you, but you find a small cloth-wrapped bundle that contains a loaf of bread, something that your mother probably had left over and then gave to Straya, who dropped it off here for you. Picking up the, the bundle, you make your way slowly up the steps. God, uh, Nicolo just whispers to himself, Thank you, Mama. Ascending up the steps, you reach the, uh, you curve around the south side of the building and then onto the west side of the building where you have the one good thing about this flat where you have this just beautiful view over the tops of all the buildings here and then off into the city. Mm-hmm. And even though it's somewhat uh, colored by the Grand Temple of Asmodeus, which looms over the skyline. It's still this wonderful view. As you turn back to your door, you see that a single red rose has been left in front of your door. Huh. Nicolo bends down and takes it. It's just a single red rose. Which I imagine are expensive. I mean, generally speaking. I May mean, you note that its thorns have not been clipped. So you have to ha- handle it with some care as you pick it up.
3: That, now that's very strange. Nikola shrugs and uh, I guess opens the door to what constitutes home.
0: Yep. You make your way into your uh, your one bedroom studio mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, mattress on the floor off towards your right hand side, mm-hmm. wash basin off towards your left hand side, a table with one good chair and one rickety chair. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm. The good chair is for guests.
0: <laughs> you know how to properly balance on the rickety chair. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I've learned over time. My yes. tail helps support me
3: on that one, you know?
0: Yeah. You prop uh, yourself up with your tail and the other three chair legs. Mm-hmm. Settle in, eat dinner, and I suppose all of you rest up, awakening the, uh, the following morning to the, the bustling sound of Kentargo as it wakes with the dawn.
1: I mean, Adria's already making blueberry muffins. She's pulled out the trunk in her room and put on like her old, like leather armor and her rapier. And uh, she doesn't I put got a jacket a on too? Mm-hmm. Cool. And a hand crossbow.
4: Oh, I have a hand crossbow. We can be friends. <laughs> I think you already <laughs> yeah. are. I mean, we definitely already are. But
1: she thinks about putting her really cool old pirate jacket on and then decides not to because it's too flashy right now. Leaves that in there on pants instead of a skirt. You know, adventuring clothing.
0: Yep. Fair enough. Lucia comes down since so she didn't pack any extra clothes and is wearing like your your know, your son's old jeans and his old uh, uh Alabaster Academy uni shirt. And, <laughs> 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 no, I'm just <laughs> and they in there.
5: Cesare gets everything ready for his class says in the afternoon and drops it off on his cl- at his classroom on the way out so he can just run straight to class after nice. all this.
6: <laughs> Fair mm. enough.
5: Uh, I figure Vittoria uh, was up before the dawn
2: prepping everything for the morning rush that usually happens and she helps out with uh, the professores that come in in the morning before Pietro and Elena.
1: You gotta have that early morning coffee.
2: Yeah. Mm. So, and then they, they they say that they've got it under control and then she can Kind of duck off.
0: Yeah, makes herself a triple shot espresso and oh, then yeah, heads does. out the door.
5: <laughs> Cesare also casts mage armor before he leaves, since that lasts <laughs> the whole day. Good now, idea. it's just
4: like, You're definitely like I'm going to probably need this.
1: I I make a little sign. I make a little sign for the shop that's like, we'll be opening it next time or whatever. Because I'm like, I after we finish this exploration, I have to go find a stupid portrait.
6: <laughs>
4: yep.
1: And I do some meditating on the ocean. The river below, or whatever, so I can reprepare my spells and whatnot. How, how, big, is your, how
4: big is your yard out um, where you feed like the crows and stuff? Can I like do some like acrobatics and like warm up for the day? It's probably about
0: five feet square. Yes, yeah, very big. So I mean, you yeah. could you could do some yoga. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I mean, she'll do some like limbering.
1: You go to the attic. It's there's nothing up there. It's mostly just dust.
0: Although it probably only has like six foot clearance if you're standing in the very center of it, and then yeah. Slopes down because it is a slope. Just don't do that in my shop. (laughs) It rains a lot in Cantargo. Yeah, so I guess she'll she'll go out there and like do some stretches
4: and, you know, she can't really like do any like practice sword maneuvers and stuff, but she can like stretch out and make sure that she's limber up because whatever we're going into is probably
0: going to require some amount of stuff. For the garden again, it's only like a five foot square plot basically back behind that. There's probably only like five foot square area immediately behind it where you can actually do anything and the rest of it's probably taken up with like pots beds and, and stuff. herb garden stuff and everything else. But it is what, one of those things where there's a, there's a small fence on either side that's like right iron fence kind of thing that separates it from the plots behind the other businesses. Uh, okay. And then um, it's only about seven feet deep before it hits the stone railing, and over the side of that is the, I think it's something like a 90 foot drop into the ocean because it's <laughs> the right, side of the bridge. Not, let's
4: not see how, <laughs> how, how
0: much that'll hurt. Um, yeah. You also
1: just like ravens and, and pigeons are like watching you.
0: Yeah. But yeah, suppose all of you make your way off and uh, meet over at uh, Kellenberg's Dry Goods and Supplies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you probably all arrive within about minutes of one another from your various locations across the city as you you make your way here arrive find a a rather nice looking like sprawling general store it's also post office Mm -hmm. again the red roof is the least affluent neighborhood in the entirety of uh, Kentargo. Upon arriving, you see that uh, uh, most of Red Roof's homes and small shops are built from the brick and tile made from the river dredged red clay, as opposed to a lot of the marble that most of the buildings are made on Temple Hill and the surrounding the noble estates and such because this city is famous for its marble, uh, which is also veined with silver, which is part of what Mm, gives the silver city its name. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cool. However, Red Roof are mostly made from brick of dredged river clay, which tends to be red, which means not not only the roofs here are red, but many of the buildings are. Cool. The neighborhood gets a uh, has a rather distinctive look compared to the rest of the urban sprawl north and west of it. Uh, however, the problem is is that the marble or the limestone that many of the other buildings are made, the ones that aren't made of marble here, the bricks fare far worse in the cold winters and hot summers here, which means that it's either always too hot or too cold in all of these buildings. Aww. Mm. Mm. Uh, However, it does make it substantially more affordable. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) arriving, you can see people are coming, going, uh, making their way to and fro this place. It's again, Kellen is basically the only general store to serve the entirety of Red Roof. Mm. So people have to walk half a mile or a mile or more. Uh, more if you're coming from Devil's Nursery. Um actually mm-hmm. it's about half a mile, I think, from Devil's Nursery.
1: I mean I probably shop there, right? If that's the closest general store.
0: I mean there's general store on the mainland but also, but then you have Copa to pay to the, the copper there. piece to go yeah. and shop there. So, <laughs> like that, that's so an you easy probably map shop at Kellumber's also. Cool. Not only is it your general store, but it's also where you can pick up a variety of different odds ins basic tools if you're not looking for something specific but if you're looking for like spades right. shovels things like that they have basic tools here it's kind of your Walmart hmm. mm-hmm. except for there's also a post store in here cool <laughs> but uh, I suppose all of you arrive out front most people pay none of you any mind a majority of the people, again, like the majority of Kentargo walking by, you see are humans. But here there are a fair number of halflings as well. The occasional dwarf showing up here to pick up uh, supplies and such, mostly coal for, you know, furnace work or anything like that that they're working on. Uh, not to be stereotypical, they could be carpenters or, you know, literally anything else.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe they make the also. Yeah, maybe they make bricks and also the occasional um, less common of the people that live here. So Tingu, uh, especially in this area spiffy i suppose you all gather together
3: nicolo polishes off an apple that he was eating tossing the remains i suppose um into a local a little barrel or something i assume they have like something equivalent to a trash can
0: you scatter a couple of the ravens that were pecking at it watching the (laughs) nearby children suspiciously considering that uh i think ravens included on that list i think they are
3: yeah it's
1: ravens and doves which are the same thing as pigeons honestly
0: yeah. yeah a couple children watching them getting ready to try to, to pounce since the proclamation means that they get a copper piece if they uh, bring in doves mice or ravens yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is proclamation the first proclamation mm-hmm. the first the slayers of city's pests hereby defined as doves mice and ravens uh, who present said pests to the datari shall be rewarded with a bounty of one copper piece the
1: one that adria hates the most she's like these are nice animals
5: mm. Dislike. Cesare has a backpack and his light like, crossbow with him today too
1: yeah muffin
4: oh, we're all kitted out mm. like, nicola shrugs and muffins. takes a
3: muffin yeah and <sighs> leans on his staff all right we are all here we're we ready to get started
5: mm-hmm. as already as will ever be let's
2: do it i suppose we should scout the area first probably
1: anybody real sneaky <sighs> I, mean,
4: I know I'm that lucia is very sneaky, sneaky.
5: I've got like a five.
4: I've got a seven stealth.
3: Yeah, I've got a plus four stealth.
5: Cesare yeah. has a five stealth. He's actually pretty stealthy. I actually
3: only have a plus two because my chainmail does actually affect my stealth <laughs> score. <laughs>
4: the
1: rogue's
5: not stealthy. Oh,
4: yeah. See, that that's yeah. why I opted for like the studded leather. It's because I yeah. wouldn't have as much of an armor check penalty.
3: Well, I mean, that's the thing is like, other th- because of course it's noisy, other than the stealth score, it doesn't affect any of my other skills, but because mm-hmm. I'm no. strong, I have a 16
5: strength. <laughs> all right, even then I can be quite quiet.
2: I figured while yep. we were also waiting on everyone to show up, Vittoria got there early and listened. Oh yeah, for Okay, it takes, a, it
0: takes an hour to gather information. Oh,
2: I don't think she got there that early. She had to no. work. Why don't we stop by just strolling by?
0: Yeah, Sure.
3: I mean, we can start by that. When we're all ready to go in, I'm good at spotting um, devices and other things that might be troublesome.
1: Hmm. Booby traps.
3: Of a sort, yes. Hmm. I don't know why the library would be, but just in case.
5: Well, a secret organization might have put some defenses to keep in through theirs out.
0: Mm-hmm. It's true. The ravens might have done something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not me, the other ravens.
1: This, the, not the birds either.
0: Raven looks over at the birds suspiciously.
1: (laughs) Hey, they're cool. They're cool.
0: I don't trust Uh, anything that has skin and feathers and scales. It's too many things.
5: Cesare uh, (laughs) would be wearing a blue vest today and Raven's bow matches the vest just like it did yesterday. Nice. (laughs) Oh,
6: you (laughs)
0: accessorize. I love it.
1: That's a fancy boy.
0: (laughs) I love it. But I suppose you all set off. Yes. Mm. You make your way down the street here probably break from the main thoroughfare to make your way into red Roof's districts back streets you pass by a small park that's located kind of in the heart of the uh, the southeastern portion of the red roof district here a number of families are out you can see most of the people that live here are either lower class or lower middle class mm. you can see a few families out here notably you can see a couple of children running around flying kites which is a pastime or a rather well-known pastime of katargan's as they particularly love bright and colorful kites. And also due to usually the position of uh, most of Kentargo, even though you're not up on the hill hill, uh, almost all of Kentargo's on a slope leading up to the hill, you get particularly good wind
2: Mm.
0: coming in off the ocean. Nice. So yeah, there's a bunch of children running around, flying kites, laughing. You make your way past here, eventually passing by a couple of small houses. Some most of the businesses back here tend to be Coopers or pass at least a single cobbler before making your way closer to you think your destination. Walking by Fair Fortune's livery, you can see that it looks like an aged old stable. It leans slightly to one side, its roof precariously propped up by an aged wooden walls. As you begin to make your way by, you can just smell the scent of old. Hey, mm. there are a few windows that once marked the sides of this building. Although due to the, the proclivities of uh, young children the world over, uh, many of these are broken. Mm. Of course, all of that notwithstanding, there is a small sign that seems to have been painted in a childlike hand that says "Beware." Beware is misspelled. Haunted. <laughs> cool. Cool. Uh,
5: the children seem to have put out a warning. <laughs>
4: I mean, it would be prudent if it's actually haunted,
3: right? Which, they don't know the difference. I mean, for all I know, it could actually be haunted.
5: No, they may just have overactive imaginations. Well, there's somebody
1: hiding out in there.
0: Well, I mean, it was a slaughterhouse even before this, so... uh, Maybe there's some ghost pigs or ghost cows. Hmm. Fair. They might lick your hair whenever you're not paying attention.
5: Oh, God. You do that at night.
0: (laughs) Only when it's sticking up weird. (laughs)
6: <laughs> Only when you're dirty. It
0: bothers me and I can't sleep. <laughs> I have to sleep at least 16 hours. Yeah.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: Chesaree right. reaches up and scratches her behind the ear. All right, so should we uh, should we try to sneak over there? or I mean, is anybody
2: paying attention to what we're doing? Like, is anyone nearby? Anything like that? Any dotari? Yeah,
4: mostly check for the dotari or anybody with those red armbands.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: Say, I'd be surprised if there's Dotari around here.
4: Well, yeah, because we're really close to Devil's Nursery,
0: which I think you said that they don't have anybody down there. Not really, and uh, no, none of you see anyone just kind of glancing about. It looks other than like regular people making their way about their their day. I mean, if we want to
3: scout around for a moment, I don't see the harm, but uh, I don't know. Okay. Um, Let's we jump. at least see if there's a back door, perhaps.
4: I was going to say, we could, we could at least go walk around the back and see, you know, there's another way in that's uh, not as noticeable.
2: Mm. Yeah, wise to check the perimeter.
0: Sure. So are you stealthing or are you just walking? I, I guess we'll stealth, stealth around the perimeter.
3: I mean, I'm still trained in it.
2: Yeah, I'd still like to stealth if I can.
3: Okay. I
0: will also stealth. I stealth. I'll hit the stealth all button. Nice. So you make your way forward, trying to be as quiet as possible. Cesare and Niccolo, both of you feel like you're doing quite well as you make your way, reach the uh, the edge of it. I'm assuming that Niccolo is taking point. I think you're the burliest of the group. Uh, Probably. I also
3: do have the trap finder rogue feet. So just so okay. you know.
0: Good to know. I'm sure Niccolo occasionally glancing back as uh, as Vittoria does it. You don't feel like she's being quite as quiet as you would like in large part because she's kind of already pulled out a journal and sort of looking at things. Is the soft scratching sound of her taking a few notes as you circle around the house. (laughs) Niklo just sighs. All right. Circling around the uh, backside of the structure, uh, you can see that once you reach the backside, there is a small uh, number of crates next to a fence. The fence itself is probably about six feet high. And on the other side of that, you can see a large kiln or furnace sitting out back. Knowing that this place used to be a slaughterhouse, you're going to assume that that's for probably burning or baking down the bones into dust. Hmm. Probably to be used in cement or something else. Mm. Gelatin. Circling around past that, between that and the next building over, you can see that the, uh, the yard just continues around. Although a portion of the... Again, it's a large central structure, and then there's a smaller building attached to it. And part of that wall has collapsed down to the mm-hmm. point that someone might be able to squeeze through.
1: Can we look through? Hmm.
0: Uh, yeah, you can look through. Uh, are any of you carrying any form of light source? No, but I do uh, have dark vision the if there's so anything now. shining in. I have a dark vision. Does Niccolo want to look in? Sure. You circle around. You make your way up. Again, the whole building, to most of you, it creaks what you would feel as ominously in any strong breeze, <laughs> as if the entire building shifts ever so slightly. Yikes. and every once in a while there's this caw caw coming from hmm. a couple of birds up in its
3: rafters could i um also i i know this is like a bunch of stuff at once but could i also make a crafting check to recall knowledge oh, yeah. um on engineering for this building to see if i feel like it's super dangerous to go in or something yeah it's like man should, is this place supposed to be condemned or something or like
4: well, I mean, it is abandoned, so I mean, it's well, yeah, eventually going to collapse. It's just a matter of time if
3: nobody, like, keeps it up. Well, sure, but is it going to collapse, like, right if we touch a
0: wall? Or is it going to collapse, like, maybe in a couple years here or
3: something? Looking it
0: over, you definitely would not want to spend much time inside of this place. Oh, boy. And I guess glancing inside, what do I see? Looking inside, staring through here, you can see what looks to be an iron gate, Further along, blocking off this section of the the building from the rest of the building, it looks like it's locked in place. Past that, you can see a narrow hallway that leads its way forward to where you are here. Yeah, you have no idea what this was used for, but for some reason they've gated off this section of the building from the rest. If you take a look inside... um,
3: well perhaps you might not notice he actually I, I he actually uh, gets a little embarrassed for a moment there uh, you probably see his cheeks red in uh.
1: <laughs> Adriel casts light on uh, I guess just on her uh, coin that she holds well, between do her you have fingers. St-
4: we can pick up a stone or something and check it in there
1: Oh yeah, that yeah works. I mean, there's
4: plenty of rocks out here. I pick up a I was rock. say, copper pieces actually, like you know, are worth something.
1: <laughs> well, I wasn't gonna throw it, but throwing a rock makes sense. So she'll she'll yeah. cast light on a rock and toss it inside.
3: Okay, there's a gate beyond there made of iron, blocks off the rest of the, uh, the rest of the structure. I do not know why. Hmm. I hmm. can I see like a. Um, like something that it would be that would be used to open it, or is it like a portcullis, or like how is this gate?
0: Uh, so it's a, it's an actually like it's an iron gate, kind of like you would see inside of a cell. Okay, uh, and it looks Quite like weird. it's padlocked shut. From this side or the other side? The other side. Uh, okay,
4: so that'd be hard to pick. Yes.
0: Well, I mean, you could reach through, turn it upside down, and then pick it through the like yeah, if you got it it still inside, try. you'd be able to pick it. It just wouldn't
3: be fun.
0: <laughs> yeah.
5: I might be able to pick the lock on that gate if we need to go
1: through this way.
0: Adrian, glancing inside. You think just on the other side of this this wall is the killing floor.
6: Mm.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, that's to block off the killing floor so that the animal can't escape when they're, you know, doing the killing. Oh. Huh. Like they can lock the head in there, in the, in the gate there.
3: Ah, yes. I suppose that would be handy in this sort of a work.
1: Although I thought it was a uh, stable or something. I don't know why you'd keep that around.
3: I mean,
4: the structure itself. Um... Yeah, it's a slaughterhouse and stable. Yeah, yeah, I
1: know. But like, if I was going to turn it into a stable, I probably would remove the things that don't make sense to have at a stable. Is what I was saying.
4: But that costs money.
1: I mean, I guess. And they could have used it as a storage area,
5: lock up tools and stuff at night. So people don't yeah, come that's and fair. take it. There was
2: that uh, door to the back, though. I wonder if that would be a... Better entrance for
3: us to go through. It's going to be a hard to get through this section. Sure. Yeah, I mean, let's let's try the back door. Sure, but uh, once we're inside, also be careful. A lot of these support beams here are not as sturdy as they once were. Okay,
1: so don't touch none of the support beams or walls or nothing.
3: Yes, we should probably spend as little time here as possible. Okay. So I guess head to the back door Hop and the see fence
1: if it and is. Go on the back door.
0: All right. Get a quick athletics check from the party. Eh. Q. You guys get to roll that. So yeah, roll me some athletics. I'm not great at
1: athletics. I'm better at acrobatics.
6: Wait, can we use acrobatics. I'm
0: much instead? better at acrobatics. <laughs> okay, uh, okay. It's climbing. Um, you yeah. can attempt to jump it. Jump is covered by uh, athletics. Also.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: How oh, is it? Yeah. Yep. Jump is covered by athletics.
1: I got a 14 for a 15.
0: Good.
4: I got a 16 for a 17.
5: Cesare rolls a 17, and that's what he gets.
4: Nice.
3: <laughs> all right.
5: I roll seven for
4: a nine. Oh, oh,
0: I roll a four for a 10. Oof. Yeah. So all the rest of you are able to get up. Uh, unfortunately, like Vittoria, you just can't like you grab onto the side of the wooden fence. You try to like pull yourself up enough to swing a leg over. You can't quite you try to like pull yourself straight up and you can't get like your arm over the other side. Because again, there's this is an old, poorly constructed fence. And so you're trying to, like, avoid where someone just hammered a nail through, missed the plank on the other side, and just said, F it, and then left the nail in there to rust. <laughs>
6: oh, Hooray. yay. Fun
0: times. So you failed. You didn't critically fail, but you did oh, fail.
1: That's, that's good, I guess.
2: That's
0: reassuring. <laughs>
1: can we just kick
0: a board out and let you in? I mean, you could attempt to break this down if you want to. It's going to make a lot of noise, and though. And that's going to
5: draw a lot of attention. Yeah, I don't want to do are, that. Why are these people back there breaking up that
3: fence?
0: I mean, Vittoria can try again. She yeah, I'll I mean, try okay. again. You just felled. You didn't critically fell or yeah. anything.
3: I mean, Nikolo also pulls out a rope and just, like, throws it across. Perhaps that will help some.
2: That time I rolled better. I got uh, a 10, so perfectly average, with my two. good 12.
0: 12? Yep. Yeah. That Something. succeeds. It's just climbing over a six-foot fence. <laughs> yeah. But you managed to pull yourself up before dropping down the opposite side. It just took a little bit more effort.
2: Say, so Vittoria probably spent more time doing, like, gymnastics than she did with mm-hmm. this.
0: But yeah, there is a furnace back here. The furnace door is missing, which is probably the only part of it that was actually metal. The rest of it is brick. Mm -hmm. Can
1: I poke around and see if there's anything, I don't know, secret messages or like
4: hidden keys or anything left over that didn't actually melt down?
1: I mean, I'm not really looking for like loot. I'm trying like if I was having a secret organization, I might hide something in a furnace. I don't know.
4: I might burn some messages, but the whole thing of it didn't burn. So we can pull some info from it. Yeah, it makes sense. No,
0: It just looks like dirt. Mm, dirt okay. ashes there's a in the back of it you can see that there's a small bird's nest but it's not been occupied in some time okay well let's uh check the door
3: perhaps it's open probably not but
1: i mean no time okay. like the present
5: tesor is gonna cast light just so we have another light source as well
0: uh so you cast light uh is adria casting light on another object
1: uh you know i'll reach over and cast light on uh lucia's like sword because okay. you're gonna need
0: light Cool. I got a glow sword. Yeah, that's one bulk or less, so yeah, you can cast light on it. So ahead. yeah, you chant the tone, blast off a light spell. Cesare does as well. my rapier then, so we can actually,
4: like, you know, direct it.
5: Cesare Get casts ready. the light spell on Raven's little tag that hangs from her bow that has her name on it. Aw.
4: Cute. I'm helping.
5: He would sort of wince after casting that spell. You okay, honey? I'm all right. Hmm.
0: Nicolo, you make your way forward. You check the door. Try it. There's no lock. There's no lock on the handle. There's no lock on anything else, but as you try this and push a little bit like you feel it's wedged. Mm-hmm. Judging by the shifting of the foundation of this place and the entirety of this building and probably just wear and exposure, you think it's just warped to fit the frame. You'd have to strong arm this if you're going to open it. I'll reach for my crowbar.
1: Nice.
5: Nice. Very
0: nice. So, yeah, you can make a fourth force open check if you want to. It's going to be your athletics. Cesare I would like to try. is going to
5: stand back. He's lucky he made it over that fence and he knows it.
4: <laughs> 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 Time for a quick breather.
5: He's 198 years old. Leave him alone.
4: <laughs> That's
3: young for an elf. That's not that old.
5: That's over middle aged in the one point in the first edition rules.
3: Oh no, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I roll an 18 um, <laughs> with my plus six athletics. I get a 24. Boom.
5: Crash. Down goes the
1: whole wall.
3: Oh, oh no.
0: I've broken Rick. I'm sorry. So <laughs> you yeah. did it well. Yeah, sure. So yeah, you realize as you apply force to this all right, first off for the rest of you, Niccolo kind of walks up, looks this over goes, huh. And then pulls out a crowbar, which you probably weren't necessarily (laughs) expecting, twirls it with practice, wedges it in place, and then pops this open like, this is not his first rodeo.
2: (laughs) Adrian is appreciative of this. I was going to say, Vittoria
5: um, puts her crowbar back.
0: Nice. I came prepared.
5: Chessere raises an eyebrow in that, huh, that was impressive kind of way. Not know why do you have a crowbar kind of way.
0: Declo <laughs> you know? I will state mm-hmm. upon breaking this open, like you had to apply some serious force to this. Mm. This cracks open, however, under the sheer force that you exhibit and breaks into the room beyond. The entirety of the door kind of pops open and then you realize that at this point, the hinges were doing nothing as the rotted frame just gives out and the door just s- snaps open, spins twice on one bottom <laughs> edge before clattering down to the floor as you break into the room. Well, that was loud. I mean, I guess the ghosts know we can If
3: not spins the crowbar back into his bag and then just sort of gives a bow and a sort of after you gesture.
1: No, no, after you.
0: I uh. mean, that was really cool.
1: Vittoria walks in.
0: (laughs) If you insist, ah, very well. Stepping in, you enter into a room inside this aged stable that just reeks of hay and still urine.
6: Oh, gross.
0: Broken desks, scuffed tables, torn chairs, crowd the various horse stalls that you can see here, all of which are covered with a healthy layer of dust. You can see that grated off alcove just up ahead which leads back to where you saw when you initially looked in here beyond what you think houses really the only relatively intact wares of this place as the door clatters as Vittoria steps through the doorway into the room and takes a glance around. You all hear this low, menacing growl.
1: Oh, I don't like that.
0: Punctuated Chitty? by a second low, menacing growl mm-hmm. as Are a he? pair of mangy hounds stand up to their feet where they were sleeping underneath what looks to be a derelict old wagon, growl and hunch back and get ready for potentially combat.
1: Okay, but wild empathy.
0: <laughs> next time.
1: I'm going to wild empathy them, maybe Please If we catch them and
5: turn them in, we get like a bounty Because dogs
6: deserve
0: Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated Hell's Rebels is copyright 2015 Hell's Rebels and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission Find the Path Ventures have converted Hell's Rebels from Pathfinder to Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Conversion notes are available to our Patreon backers at patreon.com backslash find the path.